Good morning to you, Top Fan Rivalry followers. On a Friday morning, it is Bill, and I got a special guest, a good friend of mine. Um, and we got a topic for you today that's going to get you to work. So first of all, let me introduce my guest, Mikey, as in Mikey Bleeds Blue. Mikey, how are you, sir? Doing great. Yeah, are you ready for the weekend? It's Friday. I mean, we made it through the week. I know. Uh, yeah, it always seems to come just in time. <laughs> yes, and we're in a couple more weeks. We'll get a little bit of extra time because we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Fourth of July coming up right right around the corner, right? Yep. Always oh, like those three day weekends. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Mikey, so tough end rivalry followers. Here's the topic. Mikey and I have been discussing this for a while now. This segment is called baseball. The business of baseball versus the fandom of baseball, how long is too long? And so there's a number of players, uh, offensive players and pitchers, who are struggling this season, yet they're still on their clubs. How far do you let it go? Now, we're not picking on anybody, but we're going to use, for the next 20 or so minutes, we're going to use Noah Syndergaard as an example. Okay. Uh, currently, the Dodgers decided that they were going to pay him 13 million biggins um, to pitch one season in hopes that he would be lights out and um, would be able to get a bigger contract. That has not been the case. In fact, um, of the case, that's the exact opposite of what the case is. So, um, that being said, uh, we're now talking. That's the case they gave you, Bill. Exactly. So now. What do you do? Let's let's use Noah as an example. What do you do, Mike, uh, Mikey, with Noah? Do you send him to the bullpen? Do you DFA him? Do you um, try to trade him? What what are you looking to do if you are the ownership? You're the ownership of the Dodgers today. What are you going to do? Well. It, the the problem for the time being has kind of worked itself out. They've put them on the IL. So, you know, they get to uh, sit on that decision for a little bit. Um, me, if, if you ever watch, <laughs> know how I, or my posts on my page, how, you know, how I feel about the whole, Noah Syndergaard experiment now. I mean, about two weeks ago, I was a week and a half, two weeks ago, I, I was over watching him pitch anymore. You just, you just know what you're going to get from him. Um, and, it, and it's not good. So, um, yeah, the Dodgers took a swing on this one and, and lost. It happens sometimes. It does. So let me read you some statistics on Noah. And you say dump them, okay? And so I'll make an argument that says the same thing. But let me give you some statistics. Um, he's one in four with a seven one six ERA. He started twelve games. Um, of those twelve games, he's pitched fifty five point one innings, given up seventy one hits in fifty five innings, um, has given up twelve home runs, including you know, one yesterday or a couple of days ago when he pitched. Um, he has nine walks and 38 strikeouts. So in 55 innings, he's given up 12 home runs, 
38 strikeouts. What's worse, opponent's batting average, 313. His whip is 1.45. So you're saying just dump him and move on. That's your argument. My, I would, I would DFA the guy. I, I would not put him in the bullpen. Why would I put him in the bullpen? You know, he's going to have the same arm. Um, so I wouldn't waste a bullpen spot for him. And I don't think you're going to get anything in a trade for him. So I just think the easiest thing would be for them to, uh, give him his unconditional release. Okay. Okay. And so for those listening, again, this is business of baseball versus fandom. Uh, and I've had a lot of inquiries, a lot of DMs about this in the last couple of days. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? From a business of baseball perspective, you're paying them $13 million, so You're paying them just over a million dollars a month um, to play for you. If you DFA him, you still have to pay a salary. If he gets picked up, they have to pick up the league minimum. The Dodgers will then have to pick it. So basically, the Dodgers get to pay him $60,000 less. If you throw him in the bullpen and he continues to perform the way he's performed, even as a long reliever, two, three inning type of guy, if you lose games, let's say you lose three games, but you miss the playoffs, how much money are you losing from that versus how much money are you keeping? Uh, by DFAing him, even though you're going to have to pay him a million dollars a month. My argument is send him packing. Um, from a from a business standpoint, send him packing. Now, for those of you that are Noah Syndergaard fans, my apologies uh, to say that to you if that's going to hurt your feelings. But there's a reason why the Dodgers only paid him what they paid him, and they didn't offer him big money, Right. I mean, they didn't offer him Clayton Kershaw type of money. They didn't offer him Cody Bellinger type of money. There's a reason for it. We were hoping we got Thor, and what we ended up getting was Noah, and maybe even Noah in high school, not too dominant. I, I doubt. I, I bet he had better stuff as Noah in high school. There you go. There you go. Um, so from your perspective, you're saying let the numbers prevail even so you've got Alex over in Toronto, you've got a number of other players. You're saying let the numbers prevail and do what's best for the organization to get yourself into October. For sure. Okay. I like it's that. about the I like I've always said it's about the name on the front of the jersey, not on the back. I you know. Yeah. You're not getting the end. Um and and if you are a Thor guy, I mean, I don't root for the guy. To, I I want him to pitch well. I mean, he pitches for my team. You know, I want him to pitch well. But I mean, it's painfully obvious that it's just not going to work out here. So, yeah. And honestly, I don't. I don't foreseeably see him at all. I don't foreseeably see him getting picked up by anybody. Um, the Angels picked him up, you know, did the same thing the Dodgers did. The Angels sent him packing to Philadelphia. Philadelphia didn't even include him on their postseason roster. Yeah. Um, 
I think, you know, since the Dodgers are going to be flipping the bill for the most part, you know, there's going to be teams to take flyers on them. Um, you know, okay. I mean, he still hits 94 with his fastball sometimes. He just hasn't been landing his breaking ball, so everybody's just sitting on that weak fastball. Um, so... I mean, he the stuff's not like it's horrible. He's just not – he's leaving it over the plate. And, you know, it's the same thing. At, you know, and the Dodgers have given him – I'd like to see what his run support is because the Dodgers have scored a lot of runs for him, you know, where they, they – two or three runs, you, you know, the last few times, bef you know, before he even got out there to pitch, and then he gives them right back. I mean, yeah. that goes from total momentum to, you know, the exact opposite. And and I do feel bad for the guy. The guy has flat out said it. I'm I'm the weak link here. It's me, you know. And it's not just him. Our bullpen's been got off. But. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not the. It, it, and again, this is we're now, in my opinion. If you have, if you come out of spring training struggling, fine. April, you're struggling. There are plenty of uh, offensive players that struggle in April, and some even in May. But if you've struggled in April and May, and now you're in June, you got 12 starts under your belt. The opponent's batting average is three point or uh, is 313. You've only had 38 strikeouts in 55 innings, and you're a starting pitcher. The writing is on the wall. Yeah. Now, when he comes off the IL, I bet you the Dodgers give him one or two more shots, and then we go from there. Um, but it's again, it's a business of baseball, and like you said, the Dodgers are picking up the tab for most of it. So you may see a team that is on the cusp: uh, Baltimore, um, Pittsburgh. Uh, a couple other teams like that that are on the cusp of making maybe even the Mets again, um, long reliever, yeah. somebody like that, a spot, a spot starter. And I wish him well. I wish him incredible well. But well, he's not gone yet, Bill. <laughs> no, not yet, but I wish him well. I wish him well when he comes back. I would me, love me to see him to 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 do better, but it's. Uh, it's it's, it's so got to be killing him because you know he's a competitor, you know, and you know not to change the subject on that stuff, but I mean, same with Madison Bumgarner. I mean, not never been a fan of Madison Bumgarner, never will be, but it it hurt to watch him struggle as much as he did. Really, I mean, it just and yeah, I and you know it was killing him so. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm looking at some stats. It, it, absolutely. Madison Bumgarner, exactly. And the Diamondbacks had to make the tough call. But Noah's been in the league now, it looks like three, five, six, seven, eight years. So Noah's been in the league eight years. He has 58 wins in eight years. 58. He's 58 and 45. His That's not great. No, his best season was 2016 at 14 and 9. I think uh, he, if you probably look at it, I think he spent a lot of time 
in on and off the IL probably. I, I, I just, you know, if, if, you know, if you make like, we've talked about it before when you, when you look at baseball players and you see Trey Tom trace Thompson and you're just like, that is what a baseball player looks like. You know what I mean? Just a fit freakish athlete looking. And that's what Thor looks like. And, too bad he doesn't uh, pitch like he looks. Yeah. Well, when you're looking at his – exactly. <laughs> when you're looking at his statistics, he's, he started 36 games in the last three seasons. Okay. Um, in the last three seasons, he started 36 games, and he has a combined total of 11 wins. 11 wins in 36 games. Um. His ERA last season was 3.94. His current ERA is 7.16. Um, he pitched for two teams last season. It, it just this is this is very sad when you see a player declining. And Mikey, he's only 30 years old. Yeah. 30 well, years old. Yeah. I mean, kind of the same thing happened to, you know, Tim Lincecum. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, the Angels and, and we watched him do his tour of, you know, one, two, three start deals with teams, and then he was gone, you know? I mean, I think with the Angels didn't or something, I mean, it was it was ugly. Yeah, well, and, and see, Madison Bumgarner, the Diamondbacks cut him early. Uh, maybe they know something yeah. about him physically. But yeah, they well, they're really he was owe him a ton, right? What's that? They owe him a ton of money still, don't they? Yeah. So he was 0-3 with a 10.26 ERA. He only had four starts um, this season. And he is uh, – his salary this year was $23 million. Yeah. I mean, woof. So, I mean, it's it's going to be hard for him to, but now Madison Bumgarner is thirty three years old as well, so he's still relatively young. But yeah, you to... but we know how the you know, like Clayton Kershaw. I mean, those guys you factor in their, especially the pressure innings of the playoffs. But you know, those World Series, raise yeah. the giant arm is just. It's just tired. I just think he's got a tired arm. Same with Thor. Their arms are just, they're done. You know? Well, when you look at Arizona statistics versus the Giants statistics, and again, this is something that Arizona did that that the Dodgers have not done yet with, with Noah. Um, when he was with the Giants, he played 11 seasons. He was 119 and 92 with a 3.13 ERA. With Arizona, he played four seasons. Well, three seasons and then started this season. He was 15 and 32 with an ERA of 5.23. Yeah, so, I mean, that's yeah. It wasn't awesome. No, that's a that's an epic fail on whoever signed him to that deal. Yeah. <laughs> good I mean good for his agent, bad for the Diamondbacks uh front office. <laughs> good for his agent, good for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, it works out well, but my gosh, I, I got to tell you, uh, Mikey, it's to me, it is, um, to me, it is, is 
the business side of it has to control things because ultimately what the fans want is they want to see you playing in October and they want to see you compete for a championship and to have fan favorites. And that's great if you have a fan favorite, but if the fan favorite isn't producing, you've got to make a change. Yeah, well, we have we have two examples that I know you and I both talked about a lot at the you know before the season started. Since this is a business of baseball chat, yep. Uh, personal opinions, what we thought. These were our personal opinions on Cody Bellinger. Was he worth the the eighteen million dollar? Um, club option whatever the option what the Dodgers didn't want to pay him the the big one you know the bigger whatever it was um and I totally agreed with them I the seasons he's had leading up to you know whatever the payment was this year just it didn't match so I had no problem seeing um him go and geez he's been hurt for quite a while now too so he's missed quite a bit of baseball um, and then the same thing, and it was a tough one. It was really tough because it was Justin Turner. Yeah. And I, what was his eight or ten million, something like that? Yeah, it was like it was like and, ten or twelve. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I just couldn't see it off of what he, you know, did last year. And and I mean, eight years, give it to him, but you're trying to. It's a business. And that's exactly what we're trying to say here. You know, yeah. it's it's a business. And, you know, if you were to – I think Justin Turner is doing fine for the Red Sox over there, but I would much rather have J.D. Martinez's bat at what he's done than what Justin Turner has done this year, you know. Um, and basically that's that was the, the switcheroo for that one was you brought in J.D. because you didn't sign J.T., even though they don't play the same positions, uh, Turner DH'd a lot last year. Yeah, and yeah, it, good call, good call on both of those. Because I, I mean, as Dodger fans, Cody Bellinger came out. I can remember the first time I ever heard that name and saw him play live. Um, you know, and it's hard. And and he's been on the IL for a significant period of the season. And there are Cubs fans right now that are are thinking that that's a lost deal. Um, Cody needed to have um, a a perfect season, and it's not happening. And so you know you you have that business of baseball, and that business of baseball can get all kinds of yucky, right? So I'm well, yeah. I'm, I mean, look what happened to uh, Corbin Burns. You know, flat out came out and said that. Um, you know, his uh, employers thought less of him than he thought. And, you know, not in so many words. He's saying, yeah, you jerks, my feelings are hurt here. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a business. And, he, you know, maybe maybe that maybe if we didn't get a Notani, maybe we sign uh, Burns in the in the offseason or something. You know, I mean. Yeah. Well, and 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 you called it perfectly. Um, you've said this on a number of lives. Hey, if I went to work and I didn't perform at my job, can I expect raises and promotions, or can I expect a termination? And 
you know, they can terminate you, they can terminate me and our professions, right? And it's not a public thing. I mean, these guys have social media accounts. These guys can blast. These these guys can do whatever, and we make them larger than life. But at the end of the day, if I'm getting paid $13 million to get outs, and the opponent's batting average is a Hall of Fame bat. If you found a player that had a career 313 batting average, they're in the Hall of Fame. So what you're saying is, I'm just not producing. Should I still stay with the club? And so I'm hoping that the blister for Noah is something that he's going to recover from relatively simple. I'm hoping that um, he'll be able to be back with the Dodgers. So, yeah, we we need. uh... Yeah, well, you don't need to hear what I was just going to say, because that's about that's going to be another show. But, you know, it's. To have an arm that is probably has had blister problems this year, but I don't, I wouldn't even say it was a blister problem this time. I think they just used that as a reason to put him on. Um, Yeah. I mean, we need him. That's the sad thing. Our, our pitching is killing us right now. And that's why it was a breath of fresh air to see what Clayton Kershaw did today. You know, yeah. the longer our starters go, the less depth we have to go in into the bullpen. So um, but, I, I think the Dodgers have been guilty of taking them out. And I'm generally in agreement with I would rather take them out a little bit too early than a little too late. But maybe they I they have to try and stay in longer. I you know, six, seven innings instead of, you know, five, you know. So Yeah. And Clayton did have a good uh outing on Thursday, uh, that's you know, for sure. That's what the Dodgers that. needed um on a on a you know, travel day, getaway day to Philly. But it's just I mean, and you and I are going to have a lot more conversations about the business of baseball versus the fandom of baseball, especially in the offseason, especially in the offseason. But uh, it's just it's so tough when you have players that that you kind of they become your guy. Right. And then they're not producing and you have to go. I mean, you and I both have a good friend who's. you know, who really likes Cody Bellinger was having a tough time watching Cody go, but knew that he had to go. And so it is what it is. Mike, you guys can't see Mikey's face, but Mikey's grinning ear to ear. He's got this, he, he knows where this is going, but we're going to leave some, you know, names, nameless I'm here. Sure everybody out there. Yeah. Who has watched our other stuff to know who this person is so yeah yeah i'm trying to trying to keep it nameless for those of you that aren't dodger fans and haven't listened to the stuff that we do with the dodgers but mikey any final thoughts on the business versus fandom when it comes to keeping players too long or making tough decisions um (laughs) it's just i just find it all interesting you know People, just regular people are just like, sign this guy, sign that guy. A lot more goes into it than you just signing a player. So, yeah. Yeah. No, the business of baseball, I, I 
it's too complicated for me. People think baseball is complicated <laughs> on the field. I find that easy. It's the business aspect that I respect it and it's part of the game. So I yeah. deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, honestly, it is, it is tough. Uh, it, uh, you're absolutely right. I'd rather deal with just the on field stuff than all the drama that has to happen to put everything together. I mean, you've got you know, just managing a ballpark. Forget about the players on there, just getting the vendors there, getting the the concession workers there, getting, you know, all the workers comp that goes into anything, you know, everything, the parking attendants, just to get a game to happen. Right. I mean, that, that stuff is, is a big deal. And so, yeah, I'm. Do I have a minute or two to just ramble on? Sure. Go ahead. Ramble. Away. Well, it's Friday morning. People, Mikey bleeds blue rambles on ready action. Okay. <laughs> no. So, you know, that's why with the whole free agency and you, you know, you can go to a, be signed by another team. After those things are great. And anybody who's ever played this game or any of those sports where you're basically putting your body through hell and you're going to need good money probably later on in your life to deal with all your injuries. But, you know, cherish the stuff like we're seeing with Clayton Kershaw right now, who hopefully just continues, you know, if he continues to play, stays with the Dodgers, just see a guy who literally plays their whole career with one team. Cause you just don't see it a lot anymore. No, you don't. You don't. I mean, who would have thought Freddie Freeman probably wasn't going to just be a brave his whole career, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you don't. I mean, there's only a handful of guys in all of professional sports, uh, all of professional baseball. I mean, Mike Trout and, and uh, Clayton are the biggest examples, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you get these guys that will come up. Uh, I mean, but... just to see. Go ahead. Just, just to see how players come and go. I think well, after Clayton Kershaw, Austin Barnes is the second longest tenure Dodger there. That's your boy. Yeah, great, great, great game yesterday by him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he actually did. He had his two hardest hit velocity balls. Um, right at people. Yeah. Well, the one was a double, though. He did have a double. That's true. And then he then he knocked the pitcher literally out of the game by drilling him with the comebacker. So yeah, <laughs> and, and we need him to to perform because you know Will gets tired. Yeah, well, and and Will needs some time off. Let's, and then let's... he couldn't even finish the game again today. What did he do? So Austin Barnes has all these great things happen today. It's his best game, but yet he left hurt because he got hit by a pitch. I haven't. Seen seen any to do tests or anything remember he got hit by a pitch yeah because he didn't uh catch the ninth inning yeah Will that's that's why Hans or Alberto we needed to keep him because he can pitch he can catch he can play second base I mean that that was the guy right there you needed that guy he yeah he just didn't feel like he was working if he wasn't playing seven positions in a game 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Well, Top Band Rivalry followers, Mikey Bleeds Blue is always a great guest on the show. Um, he and I had have had several conversations about this, and he um, he's being a little bit more um, close to the vest with some of his comments uh, on this, which I appreciate because he and I have had some very lively discussions. We both agree on this topic that you, you've got to understand the business side of it, too. It's not just all about bands. So, Mikey, we're going to get you on again um, sometime soon. And for those of you that don't know, Mikey will be in the locker room for a rivalry talk this month. So if you don't have access to topfanrivalry.com, you're going to miss uh, Mikey. He's going to he's gonna have some fun with an Astros fan and a Rangers fan and a Yankee fan and another Dodgers fan, and it's going to be a good time. So um, I Mikey, can't wait. Yeah, me neither. So I'm I'm excited. But thank you for joining us this morning. We'll get you back to work. Hopefully your boss didn't, you know, doesn't find out that you were on a podcast this morning. Uh, but hey, Bill, you know, I've already been fired. Um, you are now my new employer. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I signed on dot life. All I can afford is the league minimum, though. The seven hundred fifty thousand a year. That's all I can afford, Mikey. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to take a pay cut. Uh, I have to hold out then. <laughs> thank you, my friend. We'll have you on soon. All right, bud. Thank you. You bet.